just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back on the Rational Boomer Podcast. Hopefully your day is going well. It's Friday and it's uh, one of those busy days. It's a lot of, is it Friday? No, it's Thursday, right? Ed? Thursday. Thank Thursday. Jesus Christ. That's the one thing about being retired. You uh-huh. never know what day it is. You never. just don't know. Somebody will go, <laughs> somebody will come up to me and say, yeah, meet me here on Wednesday. Uh, when is that? <laughs> I feel like some foreigners not understanding the language. If I didn't have a phone smarter than me, I would never know what day it is. Absolutely. It simple. Yeah. Uh, for guys like, for guys like Ed and I, every day is Saturday. That's right. Yeah. And, and, we like and there's nothing way. wrong with that. <laughs> I saw a survey, or not a survey, a study the other day that said, uh, people are happy up until the age of 23 and not again until 65. And you know, that's, that's actually true, apparently. I believe that's, that's that. That's what happens. <laughs> I believe yeah. that. Now, I will say at 23, I got married. Right. I won't say I was unhappy when I got married, <laughs> but it changed the dynamic. Now I got to worry about somebody else. Now I got to deal with somebody else's personality, wants, and needs. And so it makes it tougher. And then you have kids. And now when I'm 62 years old, my kids are done. All I, like I told my wife, I said, all we're going to do from here on out, have fun. Uh, find some joy in our grandkids and fucking travel. That's all we're going to do. We're not going to stress out or worry about shit. It's just not worth it. Exactly. Anyway, and I'll get back to we'll go, I'll get back to the where I was going. <laughs> Thursday today. Yeah. And Thursday we're supposed to find out well, at least this 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 um, special this, master. Yeah, the court case is going on today about the special master. Um, it it's clearly it's clear that. Uh, the DOJ did absolutely everything to a T meticulously as far as doing the search and what they got out of it. But as so often in the case, Donald Trump's team wants to do everything to delay it. And I never understood that because the delay only lasts so long. They always end up eating shit anyway. So why not get it done and over with instead of playing these games? But that's what Donald Trump does. So, you know, they said, we want a release of the search warrant. <laughs> They did that, and they ate shit. We got the release of the affidavit. They did that, and they ate shit. Now they say they want a special master, which makes absolutely no sense and probably would not even be discussed now if it wasn't for a Trump Trump judge being the one saying, kind of inkling that, yeah, I might do that, even before she heard from the DOJ. Yeah, see, this makes no... No. Go ahead. No, no. This makes no... <laughs> it makes no sense to me that she's even ruling on this. I mean, uh, Trump goes across the state, essentially, and, and uh, files this ridiculous thing with this judge who should have nothing to do with the case to begin with. And we know the only reason he did it is that he thought she would be friendly because he appointed her and she's a member of the Federalist Society. And he uh, may be right. I'm not sure. Um, I think she has to balance her future career against what she does here. But, um, you know, she's at least considering it, I guess. I don't think she should have had the opportunity to consider it. But 
I, uh, I'm not uh, privy to the, all the legal ramifications of where you could file this or that, but it made no sense to me at all. Seems to me it should have gone back to the judge that issued the uh, search warrant in the first place. But that's just me. Yeah, you, you. I mean, they're basically judge shopping. I mean, when this all started, the question was, why is it even with a judge in Florida? It should have been with a judge in Washington, D.C. But that's yeah. what Donald Trump does. He does everything he can to confuse the situation. I have a feeling that this judge and we, may, you know, by the time you hear this podcast, we may already know what her decision is. So, yeah. Either way it goes, the whole process was a bunch of shit. Um, and she is a Trump appointee. But, but the, 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 the fact is, is the DOJ then comes out a response to their response about wanting the special master. And once again, more information, more damning information comes out and kicks Donnie Trump in the ass. I mean, we exactly. know he's incompetent, but clearly his lawyers are incompetent. Well, he had to go. Uh, he had to go uh, lawyer shopping because nobody decent uh, wants to represent him because uh, he doesn't pay. He doesn't listen to his lawyers and goes off on tangents and and uh, you know bullies them and wants them to do something regardless where it's the the right thing to do or not. Obviously, he pushed Rudy Giuliani around and. Uh, uh, got him to do things that no other do- other lawyer would do, and and you know such twerps as uh, Sidney Powell and 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 that ilk, and Jenna Ellis, and so forth. They're you know terrible lawyers. I don't even know why they're lawyers because they uh, obviously have a very poor track record of uh, actually having any kind of success. Uh, all they do is tweet ridiculous crap. And um, the new lawyers seem to be cut from that same cloth. I, I responded on Twitter to uh, uh, what uh, Christina Bob, I think, is the one who swore there was no more material there. And then they come back and find all of this material, of course. Uh, I would think uh, her license might be in jeopardy. Uh, you, you shouldn't affirm things that you don't know about, right? Well, it's far worse than her license. It's, 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 she could go to jail for that. For well, yeah. to the DOJ. <laughs> it depends on what the circumstances are. And it's a no win situation for her. If she knowingly lied to the DOJ, she can be indicted and go to jail, certainly lose her license. But if she was just repeating what Donald Trump had told her, she may be in a little less trouble, probably still some. But what she has to do in order to make that work is throw Donald Trump under the bus. So she's in a no-win fucking situation in this, uh, with, with, with this occasion that she lied to the DOJ. It's not going to go well for her. It's just not. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I was, I was looking at the response by Donald Trump's team. You saw the picture, right? Uh, yes, I did. The, the picture of the top secret stuff laid out on the floor. Uh, and and the the lawyers and Donald Trump are kind of say, trying to say, uh, well that's fake because that's not we didn't leave it laying out on the floor. We're not slobs. You're trying to make people think we just threw them all over the place. <laughs> and they're not even smart enough to know that if you look at the picture, there's some rulers and a T square there or a square and uh, a number. This is what the police do when they're at a crime scene. They lay stuff out either where it's laid or, or, or they want to take pictures of it so they can show what kind of things are there. And they may have laid them out on the floor. That's not the, that, that's not even the issue at all that 
Trump happens to be sloppy, but that's the one thing that he grasped to. But the funniest thing is the lawyers. These guys are supposed to be smart. Well, that's fake. He would never do that. There's people in and out of that uh, office every day. Uh-huh. You, you, you mean the office that had the top secret <laughs> top secret documents, the uh, SCI documents? That's the one that they have people in and out? They just fucking implicated themselves by saying that. Exactly. And uh, you can see uh, the designations. You know, first out, there were a lot of the, the Washington crowd going, well, they're just doing they're exposing secrets too. Well, no, they're not. You know, they're showing you folders with with uh, uh, secret uh, designations on them, which uh, immediately tells you that Trump declassified nothing because if something is declassified, it's stamped declassified. Right. I know that much because I've dealt with that kind of material. And uh, that way you can either throw it away, shred it, do whatever, if it's declassified, but it has to have that stamp on there. None of them do. The other thing, I don't know if you noticed it, but off to one side, there's a box of uh, of uh, framed Time magazine covers. <laughs> <laughs> the one that he got, it's, it's an actual one. Uh, you know, he was caught. He had all of these, uh, in all of his golf clubs, there was a Time Magazine picture of him, his face, with a couple of things about him on it. Uh, and it was fake. Yeah, yeah. He had he had faked this so that he could uh, have it on the wall of all of his golf clubs. And uh, th- that just tells you exactly all you need to know about Donald Trump right there. But he still has a lot of these other, uh, apparently, Time magazine covers framed and ready to hand out to people uh, as well. Uh, so uh, this guy is such a such a waste of skin. I can't even begin to go into it. You know, the thing right now, if I wanted to, I could, the Minnesota State Fair is going on. I yeah. could probably go down to the Minnesota State Fair, have my face put on a uh, on a magazine cover and reprint it. It doesn't even have to be Time. It could be Hustler. It could be fucking Newsweek. It could be anything. That's that's a ploy that people do as a joke and put it in their man cave. But right. Donald Donald Trump Donald, you got to understand how Donald Trump thinks. He thinks. Well, nobody remembers which right. what all time covers were, and it's feasible I could be on because I'm famous enough. So I'm just going to put it up and act as if it's real because he did act as if it's real, and it's yeah. it's just a joke. It's you know the funny thing is is I'm seeing uh, our 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 favorite narcissist coming very close to crashing. We're we're seeing some of the crazy comments coming out on his Truth Social. <coughs> At one point, he said, why are people mean? <laughs> <laughs> or or you should make me president right now. Or or uh, at the very least, at the very least, we should redo the election. As if he thinks that's going to have some impact. See, he still thinks he's in power. He still thinks he's king. And when he says something, that people are going to react to it. Well, people are laughing at it now, and it's going to get decidedly worse as time goes on. Well, you know, he's always thought that, and that became very obvious to me early on in his uh, um, his uh, reign, because that's what he saw it as. As someone asked him about uh, uh, a particular action or a decision that he had to make, and I don't know if you remember what it was, but it, it was something that obviously you should take Congress and and uh, some uh, the the Joint Chiefs of Staff and others into the decision. 
And his response was, it doesn't matter. I'm the one who counts. Right. I, I, I'm the one who counts. So whatever I say goes. Uh, and he still thinks that he still thinks that he can go back and declassify this stuff in the past because he did not do it. Right. Uh, he was not allowed to take them. He did take them. We know that it's an open and shut case. And the rest of this is is just piddling around. It really is. And a judge worth her salt would have said there will be no special master. The, this uh, this search warrant was done exactly right. And uh, this uh, this affidavit, which they did not have to release, they've redacted um, things that they should have. It's perfectly fine. The case should go forward. And uh, I, I really think right now that Merrick Garland should just go ahead and indict him and bring criminal charges. And that, that might clear the air, actually. Yeah, it may clear the air. And maybe that's what he's going to do. It, it, like I said before, everything that they tried to do to delay or disrupt this whole investigation, everything they've done from release the search warrant, release the affidavit, do all this stuff, it's brought out of the covering under the cover of darkness, more and more evidence. And as more and more evidence comes out, the more it looks bad for Donald Trump. Let's be honest. Donald Trump, when he got his place searched, if he just shut his mouth for 10 minutes, we may now just be finding out about the search warrant. And, 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 and because Merrick Garland wasn't going to announce it, I don't believe, but Donald Trump did. So he brought it to the forefront. Then he said, we want to see this. So Merrick Garland would have never brought out all this evidence and this information for us to see, if not for Donald Trump insisting on it. And every time he did it, he fucked up. Exactly. And one of the effects that it's had, now the, the crazies are still commenting. I mean, they're all over Twitter with their their insane um um pushing insane theories that have no basis in the law. The guy, well, there's a guy from a website I just saw today who, uh, you know, he, all of his stuff is always crap, but uh, he's saying this was all personal stuff from Trump. These are all his personal papers. Uh, he might've been planning on writing a, a memoir or something like that. So there's no, there's nothing here. We know that's not true. And, and, and I hate, we have to keep emphasizing this. If I have a piece of paper in my hand, if I'm an ex, ex-president, one who lost re-election and uh, is no longer president, no longer has executive privilege or any of that, if I have a piece of paper in my hand that if uh, foreign uh, bad actors got a hold of it, would be able to decipher from that piece of paper how our intelligence works, even if it's just a small piece, because these people are not amateurs. Uh, they, like Putin, uh, you know, they've been at it for a long, long time. And uh, they can deduce from that piece of paper uh, enough to seriously hurt our intelligence gathering efforts and possibly eliminate uh, some of our intelligence gathering people, which it appears may have been done. Now, that alone, you can never declassify that. No president can ever declassify that because our intelligence gathering is ongoing. It does not stop. 
and uh, we we sometimes, for various reasons, may go in a different direction, do things that differently. Like after the Pueblo was captured, for example, the North Koreans knew how we were spying on them, so we had to find new ways to do it. But going back to that piece of paper, if it can ever give our enemies a way to know how we are spying on them, which we have to do, we need to do, that paper can never be declassified. And we know he had that. We know he had that. And we see him posing with Kyle Rittenhouse in that office, for exactly, Mm -hmm. uh, for example. And uh, and who knows who else has been in and out of that office. We know that Trump, uh, you know, loose lips sink ships, they used to say. Well, he, he blew up uh, the Israelis. Uh, uh, he, he let the Russians know that the Israelis were able to gather intelligence in a certain way uh, just by running his mouth, right. just uh, talking to them in his office. Um, who knows what else he's done? He's told people uh, that he had uh, uh, he knew all about uh, Macron's uh, sex life and so forth. And, and, and why would you things... need that? Why would you need that? <laughs> I'm guessing blackmail. Assuming Macron's sex life was weird or kinky, right. um, and and well, probably he's not illegal. Come on, well, he's French, <laughs> and whatever he did that's weird and freaky in France is probably perfectly legal there. Oh yeah, uh, but you know, you know, it's the funny thing is the strategies that Donald Trump employs are so childish, so ignorant. You know, the strategy they're working on with all these documents. Ah, yeah, it's not a big deal. Happens all the time. It's not a big deal. In fact, mm-hmm. I saw his lawyer, one of his, um, I don't know if she's talented in terms of being a lawyer, but she's young and cute, which seems to be the, 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 the common thread amongst Donald Trump lawyers these days. They yeah. were on TV. They're attractive and they maybe have a law degree, but there's a vast difference between somebody with a law degree and somebody who's actually a lawyer. Uh, there's a lot of people that have law degrees that don't go into law per se or don't know much about it. But they're always saying, ah, it's nothing. It's no big deal. And expect us to believe that. The funniest line I heard is one of these lawyers. I can't remember her name because I don't give a fuck. But she comes out and she she was doing an interview and she said, yeah, and then they come with these mundane charges like espionage and obstruction. <laughs> what? What more egregious crimes could you commit short of fucking murder? But see, it, 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 it's all about trying to change the narrative. Espionage, that's a big crime. Obstruction, that's 20 years in fucking jail for each time you've obstructed. So I hardly say, I hardly think that mundane is the word you use in that situation. Uh, no, uh, uh, what's the, what's the young girl, uh, with the weird name who, uh, Christina Bob. Well, no, no, uh, this is the young lady who went to jail for five years, uh, for revealing a whistleblower, uh, uh, document. Um, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot. I reality winner, reality winner. That's her name. Oh, Amorosa? No, no, reality winner is her name. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's her real name? That is her real name, yes. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, she she released one document and went to jail for five years, a classified document. And she shouldn't have. I mean, this had something to do with the steel, uh, uh, that investigation of the Russia thing. I, I, I don't have the thing right in front of me to tell you, but 
um, you know, people have been saying, pardon this poor girl forever, um, because uh, it, it did shed light. I mean, people on the left have been saying this because it shed light on Trump's, uh, you know, uh, abuses and so forth. But uh, because it's written into the law that if you release something like that, there is a penalty for it that you have to pay. And she did. And she is. Right. There's no difference. There's no yeah. difference here. She went to jail for five yeah. years. Trump has, she had one document. Trump has at least 184, I believe, right? Well, in one set of boxes. Right. That was in the first set of boxes. Yeah, right. Then we there's another know. 20 boxes. Right. We don't know. And they, they, the archives tell us that there's still stuff missing that wasn't in those last 20 boxes they took. Well, that's the interesting thing. Michael Cohen and John Bolton, I talked about this on the podcast earlier, that uh, they're saying, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he's got more documents up at Bedminster, up at Trump Tower, up on Fifth Avenue, wherever he's got them. It's not uh, – they think he's probably got more documents. And uh, I think that's a, a fair assumption, given the fact that we now find out that he frequently traveled – with boxes of documents, whether he went out of the country or whether he was in the country. Apparently, he wanted these documents with him at all times, which is fucking crazy and fucking illegal. I mean, this reality winner woman, it's one thing to hold on to these documents, but with Donald Trump, you got to throw in the fact that he was also using them for treasonous reasons. They you know, he no doubt was using them for selling or for leverage or, or whatever it was. And the thing that strikes me now that I feel so kind of devastated about, I thought, man, he had these things for 19 months. And what could he have done? He definitely did something with them. But now we find out this has been going on since day one. So he's had these fucking documents and throwing them around for six years. Absolutely. And uh I'm not sure why the Department of Justice hasn't hit all of his other golf clubs and in this country and around the world, uh, like in Scotland and so forth, why they haven't hit uh, his children's houses. Maybe right. they're involved. We don't know. Uh, uh, Jared Kushner got $2 billion to manage from the Saudis for something, and it wasn't his good looks. Or his the, ability to manage money because he'd never done it before. Right, and the uh, the Saudi uh, the people that were in charge of okaying that sort of thing said this isn't a good idea. But the Prince went ahead and done it, did it because, and let's face it, he's a monster and an well, idiot. Yeah, we're the Crown Prince says we're going to do it. The administration says, yeah, we're not going to do that because it's not a good idea. The Crown Prince said we're going to do it, <laughs> and you're going to get your fucking head cut off literally if you don't do it. So what what's going to happen? And you may anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you may anyway, if I have a fucking bad day. But, yeah. um, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that we're seeing a horrific crimes here. I mean, incredibly, it's not just Donald Trump committing a crime and getting in trouble. This is about putting our country in jeopardy. I mean, when, when somebody's stepping back in history, say 30 years from now, and they look at Donald Trump, what we will know is that he was part of an insurrection, part of facilitating and inciting an insurrection to overthrow our government, to under, undermine democracy. That would be enough to make somebody the most hated 
person in history. But then we find now we're finding out that he's taken all these documents illegally and giving them away to adversarial countries. I mean, what's a what's a brother got to do to get put in jail? This is the most true. This is not only the most egregious president in history. This is the most dangerous human in American history. Yeah, no one else comes close. I mean, uh, Nixon was a crook. Reagan was uh, um, a tool of the oligarchs. I mean, there's a lot of presidents who, in my lifetime, who haven't been very good. Clinton was Uh, a dog. (laughs) Clinton was a dog. George Bush was an idiot. And he killed a lot of people by, you know, starting two wars that he didn't have to and uh, uh, lying us into them and so forth. And uh, so he was a bad president and Clinton was a bad president because uh, he did some very good things in his first term. But then he threw away his second terms for a blowjob. I'm sorry. He did. Um, and, that, that, uh, that, that was an inequitable trade. I mean, as it, much as he right. might have appreciated it, it was he paid way too much. Exactly. <laughs> he could have probably gone down to a corner in D.C. and got to cut a better deal. But that's, you know, that's Bill. Uh, I mean, Bill Clinton was one of the most popular guys in the world before yeah. that came down. I mean, he could get anything done that he wanted. Uh, Including until... the blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, until that happened. And then he was dead in the water for the rest of his term. And lucky, very lucky that he didn't get impeached. Well, he, uh, he, he, he did get he, impeached, didn't he? Well, I mean, he removed. Yeah, right? he was impeached like Donald Trump, but he wasn't removed because the Senate saved him. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's the thing that's crazy. We go back to the mid-90s or thereabouts, Bill Clinton's in. The world falls apart because he gets a blowjob from an intern and he lies about it to the, uh, um, uh, to the, to Congress. And that's, earth shattering and, 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 and people hate this guy and they want him out of office and they never vote for him again. Now we've got a guy um, <laughs> who's involved in an insurrection, commits treason, lies, cheats and steals and fills his pockets for fucking six years. And people are going, ah, we got to look into if this is bad. There's yeah. a dramatic difference between what we thought was horrible back in the nineties to what we're willing to put up with today. Well, I mean, look, I mean, we had uh, Monica Lewinsky, yeah. but Trump had Stormy Daniels. That happened. We know it happened. We know he gave her hush money. That, that would have brought down any other president. Well, the only reason it didn't, I think part of it was because he, they, there was this fervor about Donald Trump before he was elected. And this occurred before he was the president. So that helped him. I mean, you throw in also the fact that that he was uh, in a lawsuit uh, with a co-defendant being Jeffrey Epstein for the prospect of or or the possibility that he raped a 13-year-old girl. That was a legitimate case. I've seen the paperwork for it, but then it went away. And people say, well, why did it go away? Did she think better of herself? We now know that Donald Trump is great for fucking witness tampering, which is a bullshit name for what he does. It's not witness tampering. It's terroristic threats. You fucking do this or we're going to kill you or we're going to kill your family or we're going to destroy you. And you know that's what happened there. 
I hope once he's weak and can no longer do anything, that comes back around and is exposed for what it is. Yeah, I, I, uh, we're going to be we're going to be going through the weeds for decades to come on this, even though even though this will kill him uh, when uh, uh, when he goes to prison uh, or or whatever they decide to do with him. That that will that will uh, because he always has to win, and that will be the ultimate loss. Um, I, I think that'll take him out. But um, there there's so many. Uh, so many avenues we have to go down and and find what happened. We Jerry Kushner has to be uh, investigated for this Saudi deal and find out all of the things that happened there. There's so much things. That, I mean, the Trump presidency was four years, but you can you know, there's at least 20 years worth of litigation and and uh, uh, criminal investigations uh, to go. We haven't we haven't gotten into the fake electors part right. of it yet. I mean, this has to do with stolen documents. We've still got the Georgia probe. We still got the New York probe. And who knows uh, what the uh, January 6th committee is coming up with that yeah. they're going to be giving to the DOJ because, you know, you know. And, 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 and let me just throw this in right now. Is Mark Meadows in protective custody or something? Yeah, you haven't what, heard what's happened about to him. the guy. Yeah, you he disappeared. You haven't heard from him much, and he hasn't had his feet put to the fire. That is a very telling situation because he was the one that was right next to Donald Trump. He is probably the most culpable in the insurrection on January 6th because he was pretty much relaying messages from whoever, Jenny Thomas or whatever, to Donald Trump. So he knows it all. And you're right. We haven't were heard one peep. Not only haven't we heard one peep from him, nobody, January 6th committee, DOJ, nobody's asking about him. That's a right. pretty telling optic here. Why is that happening? There's something going on. I've always thought that he turned on Trump almost immediately. He turned over his phones, and that's how we learned about Jenny Thomas and all of the others, and and a lot of the fake elector stuff because of him. The other thing to remember, he was chief of staff. He was there the day they carried those boxes out. Right, exactly. Did he did he ask, uh, "Hey, uh, what's in the boxes, boss, or or what?" You know, I mean, ah, Trump is trying to say, "I didn't know what was in the boxes." You know, uh, somebody else packed them. Blah 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 blah. Of course, all of them have notes that he wrote on them and that sort of thing. And some of them were in his office, in his the drawers in his office, and so forth. Uh, obviously, he he knew what they were, and that he had been working with them once he got to to Mar-a-Lago. That not and maybe not just him. There seems to be some evidence that other people took documents from the storage area to offices and so forth as well. I've heard that. We haven't heard testimony yet, but uh, it's out there. Well, apparently they subpoenaed some surveillance video inside yeah. Mar-a-Lago. And one of the things that got them excited and reason for going after the search is because they saw people going into the various rooms uh, and, uh, um, and taking things out and putting things back and taking things out of boxes and putting other boxes. I watched uh, MSNBC last night. Uh, the guy I like Lawrence, which is last name. I, I, I know who you mean. He's the guy right after uh, Maddow, who's not on every night anymore. But uh, Lawrence is on there, and and he said he said this over four times. He said, you know, people 
Donald Trump is trying to say that he didn't know what was in the boxes. He says, but there were documents in his office, in his Ooh. desk. Yes. And he said that three times. So if it's in his desk and we've got multiple witnesses saying that he went through the boxes and we see there are notes handwritten by Donald Trump on the documents, the idea that he knew nothing about the documents and didn't know what they were is fucking absolutely ridiculous. And in court, he'll be destroyed if he tries to use that as a defense. Well, absolutely. And what did those notes say, I wonder? Uh, Putin would be interested in this. Yeah. Uh, let's give this to the Saudis. What do we, you know, we don't know. We don't know what the notes say, but they will be testimony uh, as such. They'll be introduced as evidence, uh, no doubt, that uh, to show intent or to show that uh, certainly he was aware of what was in them and, and uh, how sensitive they might be. Um, he uh, he obviously chose the stuff he wanted to take, and um, he I think he person I think he mixed it in with personal stuff just to hide it, kind of. <laughs> yeah, put it over in the hassock or or in the laundry <laughs> basket. They'll never find it there. And, yeah. and you can bet if he does have stuff in other other locations, they're in the process of hiding it. Like for example, I would say I would bet. Okay, got those documents at Bedminster. You got a padlock on them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's our way to lock it down from the spies. Okay. Here's what you do. You put a second padlock on it. That'll, That'll do up. it. That They'll always, never get in. I mean, I'm, They'll never get yeah, in that. Got, got to, got to throw this in. Uh, time for wacky, wild, way out there conspiracy theories that no, I don't believe them. Okay. But some people do and they keep coming back to this. Okay. Ivana Trump. Yeah. Ivana Trump died under mysterious circumstances. She fell down a stairway at her house and died of blunt force trauma to her midsection. Um, and she's elderly. 30, she's elderly. This is true. It could happen. I'm not, you know, like I'm saying, I'm not believing them, not buying this totally, right? Then, uh, then they say, okay, look at the funeral. You got uh six pallbearers and two other guys have to come in and help carry it down the stairs uh, because it, it is so heavy and these guys are actually straining you can see it and and you know other people say well it was a heavy casket you know okay no big deal right the other thing though that just popped just came out the other day ivana had a 30 year nda non-disclosure yeah. agreement which just ended oh Interesting. Interesting. Meaning that she could speak and say any damn thing she wanted to about Donald Trump now and not have any sort of, uh, of financial reversal because of it. She couldn't be sued. She couldn't, uh, uh, nothing could happen to her after that 30 year NDA expired this year. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I've heard people say that. He killed her because he didn't want her talking. And she could very well talk and probably has a lot of things to say. But she hasn't lived with a guy in like 30 years, as you said. But so he kills Ivana Trump. Does that save him now? He'd have to well, kill not, half of New see, York to fucking save himself. No, the, the theory is he, he kills her. He has her cremated. 
and this goes really quick. There's no autopsy that I'm aware of other than the, right. the medical examiner looking and saying, well, this is what did it. But uh, uh, there's no real examination. of the, It wasn't treated as a crime scene or anything else. It was just, okay, there was an accident, nothing to see here, let's go home. Uh, you know, uh, uh, cremate the body, put it in the casket. But what else goes into that casket to make it so heavy? Maybe there's some even better documents that he hid that he's, uh, you know, I mean, if you've seen the grave, it's pitiful. Right. It, it's, it's, it's pitiful. It's, it's a pile of dirt with some gravel thrown on top and no right. marker. And I'm sure they're saying, well, it takes a while to get a marker and so forth. And that's probably true. But, um, I don't know. I do know. Well, um, like I say, I don't believe this. I'm just, I'm just a reporter. I'm just asking just, questions. I'm just well, asking questions. I'm just doing a Tucker Carlson here. <laughs> I, I've had people, I've talked about this before about them putting documents in her grave. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm not buying that I mean, because here's the deal. One of the values to Donald Trump was that he had access to these documents. Why put them in a grave? Why put them in a grave? And, and, and not be able to access them anymore. I don't, I don't believe that's true. And secondly, if you're trying to cover your ass, why not put all the fucking documents there and save yourself a fucking legal case? Wasn't room and too many documents. <laughs> well, then he needed more people to die, which he could probably arrange. But now all I, I got to say, all I got to say, Mike, is you have never seen or you've forgotten the original Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. even has a song about it because they're—that's the whole plot. That what they're stealing goes into a coffin of a friend of theirs that died that they're going to bury and dig up later, right? right. And yeah. I, I'm sure he—I'm sure Trump's seen that movie and goes, "That's it. That's what we'll do." Well, it could be. I, I'm thinking if there is something else in that in the, in that coffin, it's it's something other than documents. It's something that he can wants to access, whether it be gold or or money he's stolen or whatever whatever it is. I, I just don't think the documents are there because he took too much joy in the documents. You know, he 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 thought it was, you know, people will say, well, he just thought it was cool that he had these documents. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, as much as Donald Trump is a child, he's also a fucking criminal and a grifter. He's well aware of what the value of those documents are, and they are multi-millions of dollars worth of value. And he had some debts to pay with the likes of uh, uh, Russia, no question there. And he he was courting a new sugar daddy in Saudi Arabia. So those documents were very valuable to those folks, so you know he provided it to them. Well, without a doubt. I mean, he asked to do it. Congress said no. So he went ahead and did it anyway. I, yeah. I'm, I'm 99, 44, 100% sure that that's the case. And, uh, I'm also sure that Rand Paul carried a list of our, uh, our agents in Russia to Putin for him. Um, and, uh, in payment for, um, well, you know, whatever, uh, Putin's going to do for him or, or keep from happening to him, uh, more likely with the P tape and all of that. I, I, I actually do believe that happened and I would like to see Rand Paul indicted as well. I'd like to know why, um, um, Ron Johnson and, and a bunch of uh, congressmen went to see Putin on July 4th, two years ago. Yeah. That looks totally different now that we know. 
that uh, Donald Trump and apparently some Republicans were in bed with Putin. I mean, all the Trump fucks right now think Putin's a wonderful guy, which is absolutely crazy. He's a dictator. He's a murderer. He's an authoritarian. He's a fucking animal. But they think, oh, he's a great guy. That's how we should run this country. That should tell you right there, we don't need to fucking deal with these people. They need to be pushed aside and pushed back under the rocks. Absolutely. I mean, uh, they love Putin. And uh, it's not just not just the Washington guys. Franklin Graham loved Putin. You know, all of those all of those uh, Christo fascists, they love Putin, too. And they can't use Putin now, but they can use Orban, who's just Putin light. Well, he's not even light. He's just uh, Putin satellite, so to speak. Uh, he's same guy. Yeah, um, pretty much. Same same exact kind of uh, um, way of dealing with uh, uh, with everything in his country, uh, you know, canceling elections or making elections uh, uh, fake and, and that sort of thing. Um, and having a very fascist and uh, uh, a very fascist agenda, uh, just like Putin does. People go people complain. Uh, well, uh, you know, they keep throwing around the word communist in reference to russia how long has it been since russia was truly a communist country uh i'm, I'm we have to mention just real quick uh michelle uh, gorbachev just passed away right. that that was probably when uh communism died in uh, in russia right after uh, uh gorbachev was removed from power uh, the Soviet Union broke up and Boris Yeltsin took over Russia and was saved from being deposed by Vladimir Putin. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, Russia is a fucked up state. It's far worse than when Mikhail Gorbachev was there. Um, Mikhail Gorbachev gave us some hope that there might be some normality going on in Russia and that we could actually treat them as a friend. And then after he was gone, there was no friendship. There was, I mean, even still, we were kind of tentative about how we dealt with Mikhail Gorbachev. But of all the Russian leaders or USSR leaders we've dealt with, he was the easiest. I mean, he came to fucking Minnesota. I remember I had to do traffic reports around his visit. We saw his motorcade run right by the traffic management center. So, uh, you know, and people loved him here when he came here. They they were all giving oh, yeah. him all you talked kinds about of adulation. crowds. Yeah, Trump never drew a crowd like Mikhail Gorbachev did. I was on with you that night. First time we ever worked together. I think we talked about this before, but because I was doing a folk show on yeah. Sunday night when he came to town. But they decided, well, we, we can't do regular programming because Mike has to be on because of the traffic, because they're coming from the airport and they're closing down some major freeways right. and so forth. So Mike has to be on. So you were on doing the traffic and I'm, I'm there with a TV and I'm coming in and doing commentary. And then the next morning, they were, uh, yeah, actually the very next morning, the program director called and asked me if I wanted to be news director. So I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Mikhail Gorbachev. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, and uh, I always thought that if, if Carter had won a second term, that the, uh, the last part of the 20th century and the first part of this one would have been an entirely different world because Gorbachev was trying to westernize and really bring Russia into 
um, if not capitalism, some sort of a socialist, uh, Nordic socialist kind of thing where right. they would have allowed some capitalistic activity and so forth. And he and Carter had a pretty good vibe. Then here comes Reagan with the bear in the forest and the evil empire and tear down the wall and all of that, using the Russians just like Trump used the Mexicans. Right. You know, you got to have an enemy. You got to have a bad enemy. And here's Gorbachev over here doing his very best because he can see what's happening. Both countries are using the gross national product to gin up the war machine. That's where it's all going. And right. there, there's no way to win that. You just you're constantly escalating, and and really that's what Reagan was doing with his Star Wars and so forth, and and Gorbachev saw what would happen, you know we'd have to keep doing that, and it just hurts everybody, but he was deposed, and uh, everybody celebrated Reagan for knocking off the evil empire and so forth, but he was creating his own. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. We are back. And, and Ed, I've been hearing some things that kind of makes me chuckle from time to time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's obvious things that the Republicans apparently didn't grasp before they did what they were doing. I've always said they're reactionary. They're emotional. They just do what they think at the moment and they don't think past the end of their noses. It seems like now that there is uh, some candidates, some people who won the Republican <laughs> primaries that are now trying to scrub all signs of overturning Roe v. Wade or connections to Donald Trump because just now they're realizing Oh, this might work against me. I needed it for the primary to whip up those dumb fucking Republicans. But now that we're talking to normal people, uh, we probably don't want to be that crazy. Well, this this is definitely the case. But we've got all of that. Uh, their opponents have all of that. And uh, it'll show up in the week before uh, the midterms. You're going to see a heavy, heavy, heavy rotation of these guys at their craziest uh, that, that, that will be shown to the public yet again. Uh, and, um, uh, they, they have uh, screwed themselves. I mean, unless they live in a gerrymandered district where it doesn't matter, which, which a lot of them do. We just saw a, a really good illustration of this with, uh, now, uh, some folks say, well, it doesn't really matter cause, uh, it's not going to be for very long, but uh, we just saw a Native American lady, uh, uh, throw uh, Sarah Palin back into the dustbin of history where she belongs. Right, right. And, uh, yesterday. Now, this, uh, she'll, uh, the, the winner will only actually be, uh, you know, for a couple of months, and we'll have to win again in uh, the uh, in the November uh, um, elections. But she did take out Sarah Palin here, and the, and uh, and will serve for those two months in in the office, which is great. I mean, uh, Sarah Palin's uh, uh, Alaska has been a red state as long as I can remember, and to right. have this happen is amazing. And uh, anyone who says different just isn't paying attention. Of course, uh, the Tom Cotton and all these guys are going well. Well, well, ranked choice voting is just a way to. To, to to steal elections. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you doing it? Why is a red state doing it? I mean, what, what we have to understand is the guy who died that they're filling his spot for was a Republican, and he'd had that job for 50 years. Now, keep in mind, right. being a representative, you're up for re-election every two years. This fucker's won 25 
elections and then exactly. he dies and you would presume that uh, a republican would take over after a 50 year reign but of course um the democrat wins and hopefully that gives her better chance to win in the real general election for in a couple of months but Sarah Palin is probably one of the people you can blame the most for the reason Republicans are the way they are now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When she was foisted upon John McCain as the vice presidential candidate, I'm convinced John McCain's way smarter than that. He had, he had, he hasn't, he hadn't been able to become president before. So he was willing to try anything. And the Republicans said, Oh, we need somebody who just talks some shit and looks good. Because she was she was an attractive woman back in the day. Right now, the way she looks, um, I think my mom would have said it best when she's talked about some people in her day. As sweet as she was, she would mm-hmm. look at somebody and go, "They look like they were ridden hard and put away wet." Because that's <laughs> that's ex- she, I don't know what's happened. It must be the drinking or whatever the hell else she's doing. But she lost a few steps. Yeah, granted, she. We've all aged, but uh, it's hit her pretty hard. But what this has done is it's 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 hopefully well not hopefully because it probably didn't taught Republicans a lesson lesson. You can't take these crazy candidates in a sure win situation and still win. I think this is a really interesting signal. I've always said all along, let Donald Trump's endorsees win their primaries because the crazier they are, the better chance Democrats have to win. And this is a perfect example. There is no way a Democrat should have won this, even if it was for two months. But she's the king of the queen of the crazies, and she's fucking out there, and she got her ass kicked. Right, and I, I, I will admit that I don't understand the attraction of ranked choice voting. I mean, I, I, under, I do think that it would be a good thing for Democrats. Yeah, uh, because it does even the playing field. I, I saw a map that showed uh, what the country would look like if uh, ranked choice voting uh, had been in the last election. And it basically showed that uh, like Tennessee, where I am and Georgia would have gone blue, for example. And it's, it's, it's kind of like a sash across the middle of the country uh, with the South and the West and the mid, the middle of the country being, uh, uh, red and then the, the coasts and both coasts deep inland being blue. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, Minnesota and so forth and Wisconsin and the upper Midwest being blue too, uh, with ranked choice voting. So if that being the case, I'm all for it. I mean, I can take a little longer and rank them, you know? Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, well, but, you know, uh, it, 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 the the Republicans are in a bad situation. In order to win the primaries, they had to be crazy assholes. And now when it comes to the general election, they've got to somehow temper that and, and bring it back. But, you know, as I've always said, these people who have stood by Donald Trump to this point, that's gone on yeah. too long. They can't separate yeah. themselves now because the Democrats will remind them that they did this and they will throw it in their face and they will play videos and they will play audio tapes and they will have ads pointing out what these people did. And these people did do it, but now they don't want anybody to know about it. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, like the, the fist bump video of Ted Cruz and the others, when they uh, managed to uh, kill the burn pit bill for veterans for a short while, um, that's going to get a lot of play. That's not going to uh, age well. 
<laughs> no. Also, there's going to be a whole lot of guys who were celebrating the day after Roe v. Wade was turned over and, and making statements on that. Uh, they're going to be trying to hide that. But sorry, guys, we got the video. And let me just say this about that. You you remember the, the old saw about what happens if a dog catches a car? Yeah. Well, that's what happened with Roe v. Wade. The dog, which was a chihuahua, caught a semi. Right. And that's, exactly. that's what is happening. Women are registering at a huge rate. They, well, that uh, thunder you're hearing is women marching to register to vote and they're not voting Republican. Well, what the Republicans are finding out now that, uh, that in the general election, this overturning Roe v. Wade is not a winner. And who, no. who would have knew? Who knew? I mean, 75% <laughs> well, we of saw. the country loves the, or supports Roe v. Wade, and they wanted to overturn it to feed the red meat to the 30 fucking percent of the Trumplifucks and the evangelicals. Who knew that would hurt them in the elections? But now they're finding out. Now they're trying to step back from it. But that, Anybody who voted to overturn Roe v. Wade, they fucked themselves for themselves personally and in politics and probably fucking business. They're fucked. Well, I, I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. And look, look what happened in Kansas. They put it on the ballot, voted down. Looks what happened in South Carolina yesterday. They put it on the ballot, voted down anywhere that abortion rights, even in the most conservative states, I say this because we looked at Kansas, we looked at South Carolina, both conservative states. Really conservative you, states. Yeah, You have these draconian things that they stick into it. It's one thing to overturn Roe v. Wade. It's something different to insist that a woman be allowed to die rather than perform an abortion that would save her life because the infant is probably going to die too, or right. to uh, uh, force uh, essentially a child to have a rapist baby and have to be confronted with that rapist the rest of their lives because that rapist has some say about the child. This is the kind of stuff they put into these draconian bills and uh, then they expect them to pass when they're put before a general uh, electorate. It will never happen. It will never happen in any state. No, and if it, it did, that state should immediately be expelled and pushed out into the ocean. I don't care how they manage it. <laughs> well, the thing about it is this shows the utter arrogance and ignorance that Republicans have. Yeah. Like I said, 75%, 70, 75% of the people support Roe v. Wade. So they think they've got a winner in election. And they can't just leave it as it is. They've got to put it on a bill to shove it in the face of the libtards and those people who support abortion. Then they get their ass kicked. So that happens in Kansas. And so what South Carolina do? They want to do it too. You don't fucking learn a lesson, and they get nailed. If yeah, I hope they do it. In every state, if they do it in every state, they will get kicked again and people will remember. Well, you know, this is my quandary. Um, They're stupid enough to do it in every state, but a normal intelligent person would learn a lesson and say, yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to make ourselves look stupider than 
I mean, they're going to get their ass kicked in the election because of Roe yeah. v. Wade. But to put it on the ballot and 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 prove you're an idiot, I, I just don't understand the mentality. Why would you do that? Because they I don't, don't grasp it. They don't realize it. They think I think this way, so everybody thinks this way. Well, there's that, and then they get an you know the the. It was a cash cow for the Republican Party for 50 years. Uh, as soon as Roe was passed originally, I mean, when the decision came down from the Supreme Court, um, at first, everybody thought, well, okay, this is actually a good thing. Even the Southern Baptist Convention was for it back then. But then you had your Jerry Falwells and the, and the others, the family councils and so forth, realizing that they could get a lot of people to give them money if they, if they demonized this decision. And then they started giving that money to Republican candidates who grew dependent on it. Right. And uh, th- that's still the case. The big funder for, you know, for the, the Republican Party, uh, aside from oligarchs and uh, the NRA, is the anti-abortion movement. They got huge amounts of money because they got huge amounts of money into these organizations uh, to guys like Franklin Graham and and uh, his predecessors, most of whom are dead now, um, that uh, just kept this thing rolling. But, uh, I mean, the simple solution is you don't want abortion, don't have one, and we're done, right. you know. But uh, And women know this. And women, if a woman thinks, if I have a septic uterus, they're going to let me die. Right. Because the hospital is not going to risk being sued uh, by these organizations for giving me an abortion or uh, um, an entropic, is it entropic? Um, A pregnancy. Uh, If, if, if uh, that isn't aborted, I have a very good chance of dying. But, but then if they don't do it, can they be sued by the patient's family for malpractice? I mean, that that puts, I don't know. That puts that them I in, don't know. in a hugely bad situation. I just saw this news. Somebody just sent me this news story, and I have to mention it's kind of off topic here, but we're all over the fucking place anyway. Right. Um, it says, head of Russian oil giant that criticized <laughs> Ukraine war dies Wee! after falling out a hospital window. Oh, God. That happened. What a, you know, so that is so... Uh, that is so you would think that by now the Russian Consumer Product Safety Council would have done something about hospital windows because people fall out of them at an alarming rate. But only in Russia. <laughs> only in Russia. So it's got to be Russian hospital windows because here in the I don't know if you well, you just were in the hospital and I was in the hospital. You can't open the windows in a hospital in the United States that I'm aware of. Fuck, when they sedated me, I couldn't move. Exactly. I was just out. I was uh, incapacitated. No, but you know, you wonder, you wonder if this kind of stuff isn't going. To, you talked to earlier about Ivana Trump and the conspiracy theory about Donald Trump right. having her killed because she would release some information and stuff, and we kind of joked about that. But um, that's not out of the realm of possibility in this country, especially when we're dealing with Trump fucks and we're dealing with Republicans and we're talking about people going down hard uh, where people will turn up dying. I mean, we know with Donald Trump that, uh, and I've mentioned this and it's worth mentioning again, that while he was president, he asked 
proper authorities that I want a list of all of our our foreign assets, all of our spies. That was weird. Right. But he was, was president, so they just gave it to him. Now we know that those people's names were in documents that he owned or had. He didn't own them. He had them. And we know that uh, um, he, he he did at least a couple of meetings with with Putin secretly. We know he went to talk to Kim Jong-un, and we didn't know what they talked about. We know he's dealt with Saudi Arabia. He was over there doing the saber dance and all that motherfucking shit. Uh, but he always, as we understand, had these documents with him. The, the crazy thing in the last few years, or last couple of years anyway, CIA is stating that there's a lot, an inordinate amount of spies being found out and killed. Um, exactly. So as much as we might laugh or or be appalled by Vladimir Putin pushing somebody out of window because he had the audacity to speak against him, it's not that crazy when you think about what Donald Trump may have done. And 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 to be honest, you know, we've got Trump fucks out there claiming it's going to be a civil war and they're going to commit violence because we don't think like they do. And I'm sorry that I don't think like a fucking idiot, but I can't. And so, uh, yes, I do disagree with you. That kind of violence or that kind of covert attacks, I wouldn't be surprised if they've happened many times in this country, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of it in the coming year. Well, remember, on January 6th, we saw Donald Trump knowing that a violent crowd was attacking the Capitol went out and basically stirred them up to hang Mike Pence. Right, right. He put forth Mike Pence as a guy who didn't do what he was supposed to do, who was weak and a coward and, and screwed them over. And we have, we immediately saw that. We have the video of, uh, of their reaction to that. They start yelling, hang Mike Pence. He was telling them to hang Mike Pence. He was urging them to hang Mike Pence. He wanted Mike Pence dead because Mike Pence didn't do what he wanted to do. This is Donald Trump. He would throw anybody under the bus. I, if I would be nervous if I were Eric and Don Jr. Cause I, I don't think he'd throw a, a Ivanka under because he wants to sleep with her, but, but, uh, um, he would throw his other kids under there. No questions asked. Tiffany too, who he doesn't particularly care for anyway. I don't think Tiffany's but, uh, a smart one. She stayed the fuck out of it as far as I know. Pretty much. She's, she's been around. I think she was actually even there on January 6th, but, uh, uh, that's just for, you know, for looks to just show, well, I, you know, I've got all my kids here kind of thing. You well, know? I, and, and, and remember what happened, you know, somebody with a more reasonable mind in the White House said, Jesus Christ, Don, they're saying they're going to hang Mike Pence. And what did Donald Trump said? Well, maybe he deserves it. That's yeah. what he said. That's the mentality That's what he of this said. motherfucker. And where did he get that idea from? Obviously, his close buddy, Vladimir Putin. He loved this yeah. authoritarian uh, dictatorship, and he felt like he was uh, a god or a king and could do whatever he wants. And the ironic thing is now that he's no longer president, we're dealing with these documents, he still believes he has this 
inalienable power to do whatever he wants. And and if he doesn't have the power to do it now, he says, well, I was president once, so I get to do it. And he doesn't grasp this. He's so delusional. He's got this delusions of grandeur that are are almost, well, not almost, they are a fucking illness. They are a mental illness that Donald Trump has. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's had it for a long, long time. I mean, even even conceiving of running for president for him uh, was a stretch. I mean, he had never accomplished anything. He'd had all his businesses had failed. He was a manufactured media personality. That was his only claim to fame, and that was fake. Even the set, the the elevators, and all of that—that that was all fake. There was nothing taking place in Trump Tower or anything. All faked. Everything about Donald Trump, including his hair, is faked. And yet, yet these morons, these these uh, these uh, cellar dwellers—I don't know what else to call them—these in, insipid morons, uh, Trump, these MAGA people. Uh, maggots is what they should be called, uh, still somehow or other see something positive, that he was a great president, and he accomplished nothing, nothing beyond a big tax cut for people that didn't need it. Right, right. He killed so many people with the uh, um, his reaction to COVID, calling it a hoax. We've got 15 cases. It'll be down to nothing. Um, and, and, and he, he, he basically gave everybody the idea that there was something wrong with the vaccines. He should have taken credit for it. My God, you know, this was so quick and done so well and it worked and he could have taken credit for that. But no, he was scared he'd be blamed for not doing what he should have done because he didn't, of course. So he was never, he was never, he should have been out there every day, get vaccinated, get boosted. Right. Wear your mask. That's what a president does. But no, he wanted he wanted the credit. Oh, he wanted it to be he wanted the vaccine named after him. You know, but he, but, he also wanted to hide the pandemic too because he felt like it was right. going to hurt him in the election. The exactly. fact that he the fact that he did nothing about it is what hurt him in the election. He might have won the election had he done all the appropriate things for the pandemic. COVID is what kept him from being, from us getting a second term. I guarantee you that, right. that 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 was it. And enough people were starting to see just based on what he was doing and his personality. I think somebody, and I don't remember which pundit was, which of his advisors summed it up and said, you're not going to win because no one likes you. Right, right. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, th- th- this whole situation with Donald Trump should be a, a learning moment for millennials and Gen Zs that have children. Donald Trump was spoiled. He was a spoiled little rich kid, got away with everything. Every time he got bad grades, got in trouble, he was bailed out by his mom and dad. Then when he got older and got in business, dad kept bailing him out when he made stupid choices, which were all of his choices. He ended up getting $400 billion, $400 million from his dad. And uh, he, he, he came to be perceived as rich. Well, I got to tell you what, if my dad gave me $400 million, I would not only be rich today, I would be wildly rich. But he lost all that money. He kept getting bailed out. And then when when daddy died, the Russians saw there might be some value in owning Donald Trump. And frankly, Donald Trump was for sale. He couldn't get any 
bank to loan him money here in the States, but then Deutsche Bank did. But we know that Deutsche Bank has uh, had many problems and been called on the carpet for money laundering for Russia. So it's presumed, and I, I don't have any question in my mind, Russia filtered money through Deutsche Bank to Donald Trump, and that's why Donald Trump has some uh, has some obligation to Russia. But all of his life, he has been pulled out of shit and saved. So now here he is. He's got these documents. He might get charged with espionage, uh, obstruction, trying to overturn an election, insurrection. But now there's nobody to save him, but he still thinks he's going to get out of this because of his mindset, because this is how he lived his whole life. So if you spoil your kids, you may want to stop it because you may be creating the next fucking monster. It's true. And, and his, uh, what he seems to be doing now, and this is as reprehensible, I won't say it's more, but it uh, to what he's already done, if you've been following him the last few days with his frenetic truthing um, yeah. on, on Truth Social, which is another disaster for him that will probably be shut down before the election. Um, they're not paying their bills. I just saw a thing this morning that said their corporate headquarters appears to be abandoned. Uh, there's no one there. Yeah. And because uh, uh, obviously they have probably haven't had a paycheck in who knows how long because they're not paying the carrier that, that keeps the thing alive, owing them a million plus. Right. But uh, what he's doing is going on there and he's trying to uh, create a civil war. Uh, he's trying to get the deplorable deplorables to rise up and uh, come to his aid, what he doesn't seem to realize is a goodly portion of them are in jail. Right, they right. saw he betrayed them. Or he did dead not. from the pandemic. Right. But that's another thing that uh, that, that is being uh, uh, put forth nearly enough that more Trump supporters died than anyone else because they were less likely to get vaccinated based on what he told them. Right, right. So and and also he did not protect them. I mean, he is he say he said now that when I'm president again, I may pardon all of these people. You know, uh, uh, trying to buy votes that way, I guess. But but uh, but they're in jail; they can't vote. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And they're still rounding them up. That's what yeah. people don't understand. And they're they're still under scrutiny. There's a video. I hope you can find it. Uh, if, if you can probably Google it, it's a couple of these guys. Um, it, it's a video of, of I assume Proud Boys or somebody like that. And there are two guys, and and what they're doing is uh, they both have pistols, and one will put his hand and stand behind the other and put his hand on the guy's shoulder. That guy will shoot at a target, then he'll fade back. The other guy will come up. The guy behind him will put his hand on his shoulder. He will fire, and they keep doing this. And I guess this is some sort of military tactic. It's you're, you're moving toward the enemy, so you're, you're keeping up constant fire. Well, at one point, the uh, one of the guys drops back, and the other one doesn't, and he shoots, and he shoots the guy's hat off. <laughs> And it looks like it grazes his head, actually. And I'm on the floor laughing. These are, this is the guys that think that they were going to go against, uh, you know, I, 
what I, I think I tweeted on Twitter the other day, if you're going to have a civil war, let's get to it so they can see what an actual well-regulated regu- regulated militia looks like. Absolutely. And, you know, these guys would last two seconds against a real military force. Well, it's insane. It is. Like, that's why I call them the apple dumpling gang, because they they aren't dangerous. They're just cosplayers that are trying to act like army men. I've We've seen these people before, people that can't become cops that like to act like cops or firemen that try to that aren't firemen that try to act like them. You know, the thing about it is, is 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 where we should be wary of this situation. Donald Trump is pretty much cornered. He can't yeah. win. He can't win legally. He can't win votes in this country anymore. There's too many people against him. All he really has left is to try to stir up these Trump fucks to create violence and to attack. But I've always said at this stage of the game, under the current circumstances, there is no large group of Trump fucks. As much as they talk about it, none of them are going to have the courage to actually do anything because exactly what you said. It's going to be a different situation. There is going to be a rail, well-regulated militia in the National Guard or police or SWAT or whatever. These guys try to attack a building. They're going to be taken out in quick order. I mean, a perfect example is remember when they searched his home and they started protesting in front of the FBI building? Right. All these Trump fucks, they protested. Did they attack? No, no, because they knew the FBI would come out of there with full force with every fucking possible weapon and take them down. They're smart enough to know that they can't win. And because they're bullies, they don't walk into anything where they can't win. Well, yeah, we saw the perfect example, too, of the guy uh, who decides to uh, attack the FBI. And he's seen a video on YouTube that says a nail gun will help you get through ballistic glass where a bullet won't. So he shows up with a nail gun, does nothing, uh, waves his weapon and runs away, winds up dead, I believe. Um, and, and there was another one, too. Um, and, the, and they're they're threatening the National Archives and they're threatening children's hospitals now. Can you believe this? Yeah, no, I believe it. But but, but where's the common sense here? I'm going to break the window and get in the FBI building. Okay, you're one guy with one gun, and you got probably two, 300 people in that building, all with fucking guns. You really (laughs) think you're going to do something in here? You're going to be done. You're going to be dead. And family's going to be weeping or probably cheering because they're fucking crazy and they don't need you around. But that that's the mentality. They're not very smart. And uh, if they did decide to go against any kind of formidable force by local, state, county, or a federal government, they're going to get destroyed. Yeah. But, I mean, this this just goes to show you that the Republican Party has lost all semblance, and, and especially the MAGA people, have lost any semblance of decency. They are telling people that uh, children's hospitals are doing sexual reassignment surgery on uh, kindergartners. And there is nowhere in this country you can get that kind of surgery unless you are 18 or older, unless you are an adult. It doesn't happen. It does not happen. Listen to me. Read my lips. It doesn't happen. But they're telling their, their, their people that this is the case because this is somebody else they can demonize. You know, I mean, the, the group, the people, who, the trans community, if you want to use that, that term, is small. It's, it's not like this is happening every day. I know a few trans people, 
One of them is an extraordinarily talented drummer, but and uh, and uh, another one was a was a great librarian and teacher. But uh, the uh, they're they're decent people. They don't do anything except be themselves, and there's nothing wrong with that. But they want to demonize these people, make them into something demonic or something because they need an enemy. They need right. somebody to fight. They need somebody that to make them feel special because they're not like that. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, when I went in to get eye surgery, I my right eye I can see in the distance with the lens I have in there, and 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 I said, I said I want my left eye to have it so I can see up close, so I can read without cheater glasses. And they said to me, they said. Look, you know, only about 10 to 15% of the people can handle that monofocal thing. And I said, okay, well, I get that. But because I only had one cataract taken out, I've had that for the last five years. I could see in the distance in one and see up close in the other. So I'm used to it. And they say, you sure you want to do this? I mean, this is, this is deciding which lens. And they're right. arguing with me about my choice. Well, fortunately, I got my choice and it worked out fine, but. Doctors just don't walk into a room and say, yeah, let's make this girl a boy. It no. just doesn't fucking happen. No, and there's a tremendous amount of psychological and uh, and uh, and all kinds of uh, uh, background thing. And there are no teachers anywhere who are grooming these kids to be one or the other. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen ever. Not anywhere. And no. uh, anybody who says that it does is a liar. It's, and they need to be they need to be called out they need to this is what uh, the the people on the news people should be doing they should they should not put two people on and one say yes one say no look out the window and see if it's raining and then report okay yeah i mean you can find this out it's knowable i know it and i i don't even you know i I'm not that smart. <laughs> and I'll attest to that. I'll attest to that. All, all I know, who was it? Will, Will Rogers. All I know is what I read in the papers. Well, it's it, true. But I also have experience. I'm yeah. 73 years old almost. I've been around for a while. Sure. I can tell. I know shit from Shinola. And I don't <laughs> polish my shoes with shit. The, 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 the fact that you... You said you know shit from Shinola <laughs> designates that you're in your fucking seventies because nobody in millennial it's age true. or a Gen Z knows what the fuck you're talking about. Or polishes their damn shoes. Yeah. <laughs> or polishes <laughs> their shoes. Absolutely. No, absolutely. All right, Ed, we're, we're, we're out of time. I appreciate you coming by and talking. We've got some stuff coming after we're done doing this recording. So it's going to be interesting to see what this judge says about, uh, about the, uh, Special master, I don't think she'll do it. I think she's already gotten too much heat, and she's going to look stupid if she does it. So I doubt she's going to do it, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong a couple of times, and but I'll you know, that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, who's it going to be? I suggested Barack Obama. Other people have suggested Hillary Clinton because yeah. Trump would shit. You well, know? you need somebody with enough clearance to do it. You exactly. Get... And they both would have that. She was uh, secretary of state. He was president. They both handled documents. I mean, that's all I ever hear when, well, Hillary did this with a server, blah, 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 you know, but it doesn't matter. 
you have to have somebody who knows what they're looking for. It has to be somebody with a lot of panache. And I don't know who would want to do it, to be honest with you. No, I don't either. And and it's not like you can call up Judge Judy and say, hey, I got a job for you. That's not going <laughs> to fucking happen. Wapner's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Wapner's dead. Wapner's dead. All right. Well, Ed, thanks very much. Uh, we'll have you back on as soon as possible. As soon as you're ready, we'll we'll have you back on and we'll talk about some of the other shit that's going on. Uh, but for the folks at home, I hope you have a great day and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.